Hello and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 12. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. Luckily for me, my mate John, say hi John. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Because with pictures, it's like you look at it and you're just like, oh, who cares? Yeah. It gets a bit vain, doesn't it? Whereas yeah. with Twitter, people say mad stuff and do mad stuff. And, and you can so post pictures. jokes on Twitter. Banter on Twitter. But you seem to miss most of the best stuff, which, <laughs> which is good. Um, yeah, so basically, he's been losing um, Instagram followers in their droves um, from a post that he put up the other day. Basically, um, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment um, is not safe from the current climate of kind of shock and cancel culture. Um, essentially, he shared a picture to his Instagram account of troops at Fort Bliss U.S. Army Base in El Paso, Texas. And they were just standing next to a picture of a brand spanking new tank that has Dwayne The Rock Johnson written Pride of Place on the barrel of its like massive cannon. The Rock said uh, this on, like, tagged on this picture. Uh, I'm sending a salute of respect and gratitude to the Black Hawk Squadron U.S. 1st Armour Division for the honour of naming their tank the most advanced in the world. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Heavy duty, badass, sexy as fuck, and built to take care of business. But most importantly, thank you for your service. Grateful to the bone. And loads of people are going mad about this, saying he shouldn't be endorsing, um, like, one, uh, anything military, because ultimately it's a killing machine and it kills lots of people. Um, and also they're just sort of saying it's like you're essentially picking a political side. What do you think? I think just it's a bit heavy. Say. I think he's just he's just sort of being a bit... Yeah. Just they've named it after him, like he didn't choose that. Did he buy the tank? No, it's just the normal okay. tank, and they they named their tanks in the military, and they just named it after him. And they sent a picture, and he thought it was nice. So would just... you want to be named after a tank? Named I... after a tank? That doesn't make sense, does it? Named after a tank? Would you want a tank to have <laughs> to be your named name after me on it? <laughs> um, that's a good. Yeah, it's interesting because the John Bass tank. <laughs> Big Bass, the tank. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think there's like, you sometimes you separate um, the trivial nature of stuff like that. Because you think, oh, it's cool, it's like a big tank and it's amazing. It's like, but its literal use is to kind of be on the battlefield and cause damage. So I guess if you like really strip it back and think about it, it's like you don't really want to be associated with essentially a killing machine. Mm. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hot like, potato. Like, did he get a choice? I'm sure they asked him before they did it. If I'm being honest, I think that he's probably quite he's a proud American, and he probably saw it and just thought, "Oh, that's like a nice thing." They obviously are fans of my, of mine. I don't think that there was any political motivation to it. I just think he thought, "Oh, that's cool." Like they've named it after me, and they are obviously fans. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that he's kind of. It's a tough one because I guess it, it's linked to like you say like. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of layers to it, isn't it? What yeah. do you think about like celebrities getting involved with like political commentary, mate? Like, Well, I think they are people too. Yeah, exactly. And yes, they're celebrities, but first and foremost, they're people. Mm. And so, you know, they can have opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Yeah, for sure. Like Gary Lineker in the UK. Yeah. He's obviously like a sportsman and presenter now. And one of the most like, you know, well-known presenters in the UK and he's very like open um, about his politics and he gets a lot of heat for it doesn't he and like you say I think it's interesting because they are just like members of the public just the fact they've got a bigger profile I guess yeah I guess um, it's hard when you're a celebrity because you are you as a person yeah but you're also a product because yeah. of the nature of your work and the industry that you work in yeah which I think to sort of bring it back to the rock is he's got very wholesome family image hasn't he yeah and he's like you said like he posts about his kids and stuff like that yeah and i think a lot of people are kind of like he shouldn't be essentially 
glorifying war. Yeah. Now, I don't think that that was his intention, if yeah. I'm being brutally yeah. honest. And like nothing that he's you know said there is particularly sort of warmongering. It's more mm. just, like I said, kind of... I don't know. I think if you were a celebrity and you got a picture from some troops... Like, you're thinking, oh, this will raise morale. Like, they'll love it if I tweet something saying, like, that I'm grateful for it. I think that's very different from, like, pushing any sort of agenda. So, yeah, it's interesting. But um, to make it a bit lighter, it's quite a heavy start to the yeah, show. Yeah, it is. But I thought it was a really interesting story, don't you? Yeah. Kind it, is, of... it is interesting. It's just mm. tricky. It's a tricky topic. and Nuanced, mate. Yeah. Nuanced. But I thought I'd, because we normally go to the gutter quite early, I thought I'd try and raise it up a little bit. Usually. Usually, yeah. Um, I was trying to get you to talk about the Superman video oh God. song. And, and toilets and diarrhea. Exactly, right? So we ended the show last week with toilets and diarrhea. So I thought, right, this week I'll start it with some political highbrow. Um, but to make it a bit lighter, if um, there's an inanimate object that you could have you like be named after, what would you go for? I'd go for like a vase. <laughs> the Holly Hall. Like a maid yeah. or a very or a wayfarer vase. Yeah, that's all right. So would it just be called the Holly, or would it be the Holly Hall? The or? Holly Hall. That's all right, And actually. it's a vase, and it's a really trendy vase. Yeah. And you could put any type of flower in it. And it's just one of those staple, you know, like good housekeeping of the 1950s. <laughs> in this yeah. In this time now, it would be like the must-have vase mm. for the home. And mm. you keep it, and you just bring it out for whatever flower occasion you have. <laughs> That's good. I like to think, like, in 30 years' time, they'll be like, oh, God, Nana's still got her holly hole. Yeah. Oh, that is so cute. And then people are like, ooh, it's, it's vintage, it's retro. Exactly. And then it has a comeback. Exactly. So really, it will just keep going. The holly hole lives on. Yeah. That's quite good, actually. What would you name after... Mm, good one. I quite like the idea of um, a chair. You know, like, there's, is it Eames or Ames chairs? Oh, yeah, like an Eames chair. And it's like, people want one, and it's like, thought of like, imagine just having like, a bass. Oh, yeah, I've got a lovely new bass. So it's called a bass? It's just called a bass, yeah. Like the bass chair, bass, just my last name. Um, and I, yeah, just, because I resemble an armchair in a lot of ways. Like, very, <laughs> very big and built for comfort. Um, so, yeah, and, and often found in a lounge. So, um, I think it's the perfect combination. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that'd be all right, What actually. would the chair look like? Would it be shaped like you? <laughs> what, huge? Fat and round no, I'm thinking, and hairy? I'm going to a dark place. Oh, go on then. Some kind of, like, taxidermy chair. Oh, so it's actually... There's it's just actually one. you. Obviously, it wouldn't be taxidermy, because it would be a replica. Okay, so they build, like, a mould, essentially, of my body yeah. in a chair shape. Yeah. I'm now doing the action, which not helps, doesn't help on a podcast. But yeah. So you use my arms as, like, the handles, yeah. and then my knees, and then oh, stuff. that's could, all right. Yeah, you could sit front on, and you could put, like, one arm up. It's really hard for the podcast, but I'm showing John. So you could put one arm up yeah. like this, and then one arm, like, like cradling a baby. Right, and then they... And then you could just lie in John's arms in this chair. <laughs> thing is, people don't want to do that now. And I'm not even in a chair. So I don't think they're going to want to do it that way. But, um, I don't know, it could take off. could take off, yeah. So that, that'd be all right. Yeah. So yeah, I'd go for an armchair, mate. So Very that, nice. That'd be all right. I like that. Yeah, so uh, The Rock Johnson uh, has got a tank named after him. And apparently loads of people are leaving his followers. So I'm sure it'd be all right. Haters going to hate. Haters are going to hate, mate. You've just got to, um, you've just got to get on with it. It's just no, no shame in that. Um, story two. Story have you heard? Well, actually, before I get into that, can you do any accents? <laughs> yeah. Can you? My CV says I can. But, um... <laughs> what's if right? What's your best accent? Oh, 
Um, what do you think it is? Probably like, because I'm from Coventry, I feel yeah. like a, a Birmingham accent is not too much of a reach. All right, give us a, like, do, you do your normal intro what do for this. Do your normal intro for the pod in a Birmingham um, accent. I have to find my notes. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> my name's Holly. My name's Holly, and I live in a pop culture black hole. Looking for me. My mate John, say hi John. Hello. He's got his finger on the pulse and each week he'll be educating me with the latest pop culture references. You went a bit cockney there. Yeah, I mean, this is not, people aren't going to employ me after this, are they? <laughs> sorry, sorry, I've just, compl- like, sorry to your agent, I've just, like, just, just made your client me. completely yeah. um, unmarketable. Yeah. Um, but the reason I'm asking you that, mate, not just to um, test you and embarrass you, um, is actually because there's a thing called the Accent Challenge. Have you heard about this? This isn't the one where you do like a quiz and you tell, you sort of answer questions like, it asks you things like, how would you pronounce stone? Kind of. Um, basically, it's just a list of things. You read them out yeah. and you're supposed to record yourself um, reading them out. Yeah. So I've, I found, um, there's a clip online of a couple of people doing it, which I'll, I'll play you kind of loud so the, the audience can hear. Okay. But this is um, this is someone who's from Australia and this is... Um, this is their like attempt at doing it. Your name and username. My name is Yasmin, and my username is Baby Lines. We from I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Pronounce the following words: Ant, Ruth, Root, Theatre, Iron, Salmon, right. Caramel, Fire. So you get the idea. Basically, they have a list of stuff they've got to say, right? Yeah. And they've got to say it in their normal accent to see the differences in how people say stuff. So what I was thinking we could do is you and I could attempt this challenge, but so you can get the contrast because we actually have quite different accents. Yeah is we will say it like one after the other so we can kind of um, see the difference. So okay. rather than you do it and then I do it, yeah. we'll do it as we go. Okay. So essentially, Hull, you just need to... Can you see that, right? No. Uh, you've got Nana's one. blind. Nana. Such a Nana. Um, I can't read that. Um, it's very small. <laughs> I can't make it any bigger. Yeah, I can, I can see it. Okay. So we're going to attempt the tumbler... We were joking about Tumblr Tumblr. earlier. Tumblr. Tumblr's still going. Accent challenge. So, uh, your name and username. Username? Mm. What's my username? What's your Twitter name? Let's go for that. Oh, okay. So, ready? So. Ready. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Go on in. Holly Hall, underscore Holly, underscore Hall. (laughs) John Bass, at the real John Bass. Right, then it says, uh, where are you from? So, (laughs) Bedfordshire. What is going on? Why are we doing this? We're not recording it. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen. Well, because when we get to these, yeah. pronounce the following words. Okay, right, sure. Ready? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna be open minded. Okay, aunt. Aunt. Roof. Roof. Root. Root. Theatre. Theatre. Iron. Iron. Salmon. Salmon. Caramel. Caramel. Fire. Fire. Water. Water. New Orleans. New Orleans. Pecan. 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 <laughs> Both. Both. Again. Again. Probably. Probably. Alabama. Alabama. Lawyer. Lawyer. Coupon. Coupon. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Pajamas. Pajamas. Court. Court. Naturally. Naturally. Aluminium. Aluminium. Gif. Gif. Tumbler. Tumbler. Crackerjack. Crackerjack. Doorknob. Doorknob. Envelope. Envelope. What's envelope? I don't know. Why have you said envelope? I say envelope. Do you actually? Yeah. That is mental. I don't know what that last one is. G-P-O-Y. G-P-O-Y. Um, what is it called when you throw toilet paper on a house? We don't... Teepeeing. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 
Never, I don't I didn't know that was a thing. I just thought it was throwing toilet paper at mm-hmm. house. Um, what is a bubbly carbonated drink called? Pop. Uh, fizzy drink. Yeah, it depends. I'll just call it by the brand. Like if it was Coke, I'd just say Coke. I yeah. Go, I want a pop. Oh, we say fizzy pop in Cov. Classic. What do you call gym shoes? It depends if you mean the ones you use at school. They're plimsolls. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Or trainers, trainers. if it's like an adult gym. Yeah. What do you call your grandparents? Various things. Yeah, so I have different names for the different sets of my mum's and dad's. I've set. got gran and granddad. Yeah. And nan. Yeah. I have gran, nonna and granddad mm. and granddad here. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, what do you call the wheeled contraption in which you carry groceries trolley. at the supermarket? Yeah, trolley as well. What else could you call it? Um, a tank. <laughs> the Rock Johnson. The John Bass. The John Bass. What is the thing you can change the TV channel with? Remote. Do you know what? I thought that you were going to have some mad Midlands There are thing. so many mental things like the thingy. The clicker, people call it. The pointer. Yeah. Yeah, we also call it the, the remote. Or yeah, possibly, TV remote. Um, choose a book. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Do you think... You could read you, some of my diary. Do you think you have an accent? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you say bath. No. Bath. Bath and grass. Grass. Which is mental. Uh... Be a wizard or a vampire? My instinct was a vampire, and then I immediately regretted it. Well, because what would you say? I want to suck the blood. Oh, I have to do an impression of that. I think so. Oh, I want to suck the blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just copying what you said. <laughs> oh, God. She's doing it now. Do you, do you know anyone on Tumblr in real life? No, I don't know anyone on no. Tumblr. Who uses Tumblr? Yeah. End audio post by saying any three words you want. Go. Diary. <laughs> Diabetic. Yep. Piecemeal. What's a piecemeal? I don't know. I just want it. I don't know what that means. What's a piecemeal? I don't know. Piecemeal. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's two words for a start. I also Piece... don't know what's what's happening. Piecemeal. Why did we just say all those things? Because we're supposed to test our accents, basically. But that what? that was the accent challenge. Crap, but, isn't it? But what's the test? That was it. What happens now? No Nothing. one heard me say that, apart from everyone listening on the podcast. Well, then that's someone, isn't it, mate? Then what are they going to do? They're going to go, oh, that's Holly's accent, is it? But they can just listen to the podcast. I know, mate. I didn't make the challenge up, did I? <laughs> it's just one of those things that's been going around and everyone's been doing it, so I thought we should do it. Now yeah. we've done it, it wasn't worth it, really, was Maybe it? on the podcast, rewind, go yeah. back, and then when, I, when John says something, then I say something, then you could say your accent. <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to do this ever again, if I'm being honest. It's quite a crap challenge. I feel like you've wasted 10 minutes of my life. I mean, it's not your fault. Mm. Well, it is in a way, because I specifically chose... It's definitely your fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best... uh, I mean, I looked and I thought, this would be great. Like, it's an audible challenge that we can do. Now you're regretting it massively. Now I'm just going, it's actually quite a shit challenge. And everyone heard my brummy accent. But, well, that was... I mean, that was worth it. And also... Piecemeal. <laughs> Which is going to be the John, name of the episode. can you do an accent, please? I can do loads of accents. Can what you? Do, yeah, what do you want? Scottish. Well, uh, do you know what? Most is one of the only ones on. I can't do. Come on. What do you want me to say now? All right, I'll challenge you to one accent that you might not necessarily okay. be able to do, but you have to commit to it. Okay. And then you ask me to do one. So yours is Welsh. Okay. Or you to say hello and welcome to Man's Not What. <laughs> hello and welcome to Man's Not What. <laughs> sort of Indian in a way there, a little bit. Um, can you do um, hello and welcome to Man's Not What in a Scottish accent? Hello. 
<laughs> Lorraine Kelly. And welcome to a man's not <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Yeah, no. Yeah, it turns it's out terrible. accent's not the strong point of man's not what. No. Man's not what accent was that, we should call it. <laughs> Maybe not. Moving on. <laughs> two, two truths, one lie. Whoa, we're here already. I know, mate. Flying through. Two truths, one lie. <laughs> Peace, meal. <laughs> okay. So, I had a little think, and I yeah. thought, what subjects am I... <laughs> what subjects do I know about that John Bass <laughs> might not know about? And good thought the first thing that sprung to mind was theatre. Oh, mate, you've had a nightmare there. No, I'm joking. Yeah, go you, on. you don't know. Your face. Um, so, being mm. the thesp that I am, yeah. this week... It's all about theatre. And just remind us what the score is, mate. 2-1. To you, isn't it? To me. So I need to claw this back because next weekend's show is the last one of the month. That's right. So I need to get this back to give myself a chance to turn it round in one of the greatest comebacks in what history. What celebration dance will you do if you win? I'll do a roly-poly followed by <laughs> 10 star jumps. <laughs> you do a workout. <laughs> and then throw up and go to sleep. <laughs> In that order. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> Probably let me win then. <laughs> definitely will. Um, okay, so here are your facts. Let's do or it. Or are they? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are. So, proscenium arch staging is also known as a thrust stage. Wow. Okay. The term off-Broadway isn't geographical. Broadway theatres have 500 seats. Off-Broadway seats theatres have 100 to 499 seats. Okay. You can fit the whole of the Fortune Theatre on the stage of the Dominion Theatre. I mean, first thing, this is definitely the hardest one I've ever had. Because normally I'm thinking, well, I know a little bit about one dimension of each of those questions, so I can try and riddle it out. But I have honestly no clue about any of that. Um, Off-Broadway is the only one where I've been to a play that was off-Broadway. And it was literally off-Broadway. Now, that might be a coincidence based on that that you've given me, that it, it might also have been under that seat allocation. So that doesn't really help me, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> the first one, I don't know what any of that meant. All I heard was piecemeal. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in your head. And that was in my head. So can you repeat the first one again? Because I haven't got a clue what that was. Proscenium arch staging. Proscenium, proscenium. Proscenium arch staging right. is also known as a thrust stage. Okay, I feel like... Okay, yeah, go on. I won't give you want me to read them all again? Yes, please. The term off-Broadway isn't geographical. Okay. Broadway theatres have 500 seats. Off-Broadway have 100 to 499 Oh, and the okay. last one was, you can fit the whole of the Fortune Theatre on the stage of the Dominion Theatre. Okay, I think that the Broadway one is the lie, because I think the other two, there's too much detail in the first one for that not to be true. The second one sounds also like it's plausible, and I feel like there's so much detail in that second one that you've gone for that and also I'm pretty sure when I've gone to off-Broadway shows they were off-Broadway now like I said they could still be in that smaller seat allocation but I'm going to go for that as the lie Holly so you're saying off-Broadway is the lie correct you are incorrect oh fuck that is true the first wow. one is a lie because a proscenium arch stage is very different to a thrust stage right 
Right. A proscenium arch stage, if you're interested, I am interested. is like a picture frame. So as you look at it, yeah. it's like a very traditional common yeah, okay. theatre style. And it's got wings and backstage. And then a thrust stage is like, I hope I'm not wrong. I've got some thespes who listen, but it's like a catwalk. Okay. Oh, right. It thrusts out into the stage and it has three sides of audience. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, that's good. And the, the off-Broadway things are really interesting. Because, yeah. yeah, like I said, I've been to see, I went to see Equus Ooh. with Daniel Radcliffe. What? So I, I really wanted to see that. Here's a fact, Holly. Oh, God. I've seen Daniel Radcliffe's knob. Yes, and I've got a really embarrassing fact. Oh, When that on. came out, yeah. I mean, I was 19, so yeah. please can we just bear that in mind. Right. I had a crush on him. That's right. Okay. How old was he, though? I think he's like a year younger than me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's not too weird. And I wanted to see that play to perv on him. And I had That's I, not all you wanted to see then. <laughs> yeah. I had I had a cut out of him in that play on yeah. my wall at uni. I mean to be fair, it was a good play. But yeah, it was yeah. off Broadway and um it wasn't on Broadway. So was it a good play? It was really good, yeah. yeah. The story's really cool and it was done really well. And like I said, I've seen Harry Potter's cock, what have you done? So yeah, take the wins where you can get them, to be honest. can do a really good Birmingham accent. <laughs> Have a lovely piecemeal. Do what you like. I, I, we will get to the bottom of what a piecemeal we'll is. Google it whilst the show is... I feel like it is a thing. It's just that, why were you thinking about it? <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. It's so weird, but also know. absolutely glorious. Right, story three. We're whizzing through, mate. We are. We're doing having really well. Great old time. Yeah, I'm having a real laugh with this. Don't know what it is. Maybe because we're not hungover this time. Yeah. And we're just sort of feeling all right. Um, story three. There's a tweet this week, Holly, that went out from a young lady called at G underscore Pratima. P R A T I M. What was her surname? Pratima. P R A T I M triple A. And last time? <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> uh, she tweeted Everybody Google Florida man followed by your birthday. So she's put the example, Florida man, August 22. Okay. Or 22nd. And tell me what you get. Yeah. Right? And what it does, it brings you up a new, a different news story, depending on what your birthday is. So she's put, mine is Florida man tries to attack neighbour with tractor. <laughs> <laughs> and that tweet, so people obviously started doing it. That tweet got 32,000 retweets wow. and 136,000 likes, um, which is pretty phenomenal. So then now, and this is her... Like this is one of the tweets, so I'm just yeah. show, just showing Holly for the for the record, um, and yeah, people then started like looking at it and checking it for themselves. So this was her original tweet, so you can see like it's gone absolutely mental. Yeah. But I thought we could do the same thing, so we could have a look what ours are, and see what we get. Yeah. And then we get. Have our... you done yours? No, I don't know what mine is. Okay. I thought I'd save it for this. So what's? I'll put mine in. So. so this is a test of friendship. Does John know my birthday? I'm Do got I clean, know mate. his birthday? Yours was recently. I know your birthday. Asked. That's oh. just how good of a friend I am. Yours is the 14th of December. Yeah, that is a fact. Right. Let the record record that John doesn't know my birthday. <laughs> I know it was recently, mate. I've got a bit of filler whilst you're looking. Right, do you know what? I'm... Right, I've got mine. <laughs> It's pretty good for me, actually. Florida man charged with exposure at Pensacola Strip Club. <laughs> Which is pretty good. I'm that sounds pr- like something you would get up to on your birthday. Yeah. 
I think so. Hang on, was this... The story could be about you. Yeah, was this... I'm just checking if this was me. No, I wasn't there at the time, (laughs) thankfully. Um, Yeah, it says a Florida man got carried away at a Pensacola strip club over the weekend, a witness said, and now he's been charged with exposing himself. According to (laughs) Pensacola police, 26-year-old John... What? Robert Bonanno of Osprey, Florida, was at Sammy's... One of your many pseudonyms. Correct. An adult entertainment venue on Saturday night. So he pushed... I thought you were going to say Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, another one. Um, told the Bonanno pushed one of her exotic dancers onto a couch in Sammy's VIP section, pulled up on her underwear to expose her, and pulled out oh, his this penis. Is horrible. So, I mean, you didn't have to read that bit out. I didn't know what it was going to say until I got to it. If I'm being honest, so didn't scan ahead. Didn't scan ahead. No. I'll do that for the next one. <laughs> See what your story is, shall we? <laughs> right, come in. Let's do yours. So, uh, what did, was it? Florida man. Florida. Yeah. Man, uh, what is the birthday? Uh, of, what is it again? Twenty fourth February. That's it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. You were gonna say that, weren't you, mate? Big time. I just beat you to it. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. The twenty fourth of February. Right. Let's have a look then. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Really? Did we break it? No, there's got to be something. Naked Florida man revealed Naked Florida man. on video sneaking into restaurant and Why munching you ramen. Got streakers? <laughs> I love ramen <laughs> and I love Japanese culture. There we go. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's perfect. So there you go. Yeah, you went into a restaurant. Why are mine and John's stories about men who are naked? <sighs> I don't know, mate. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> it's just a coincidence, but it does seem highly suspicious. It's so weird. It's a bit weird. So yeah, so if you've not done it, you just need to go uh, onto Google, put in Florida man, and then your uh, birthday. If you listen to the podcast, please let us know what yeah. you got. Yeah, let us know. Send us a message. Yeah, definitely tweet at Did you get a naked man in a restaurant or a strip club? Yeah, let us know. Let us know we what did. did you get. Um, Rhee's here on the sofa looking like... John's lovely at the heart. Yeah, I mean, she... She's not lovely let's, today. Let's look at her birthday. I did mine. She's done hers. What is oh, it? Oh, she's done hers. Yeah. Uh, Tell us, Rhi, what did you get? Hang on. Didn't you... You got like a... Well, I've seen some others. So some of the others I've seen is like... Um, man attacked by Python. Yeah, mine was Python-based. <laughs> Florida man captures record 18-foot Burmese python. <laughs> so that was uh, Florida man caught an 18-foot Burmese python. That was good. Record. There's a record. What, as in the python was the biggest one they'd ever seen? Or? More detail to follow. TBC. So this one, so there's a few on here that I can read you that are quite funny. Florida man flashes buttocks at IHOP after impersonating a police officer to get free food. <laughs> are there a lot of naked men in Florida? I think Florida is a quite hot place. Yeah, it's hot, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe people don't like wearing clothes there. Florida man who allegedly threatened family with Coldplay lyrics ends standoff after, <laughs> threatened s- with Coldplay after lyrics. SWAT promises him pizza. Wow. <laughs> Some of these are fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, Florida's an interesting place. Hot sauce saves Florida man after car crashes into Taco Bell. That's good. <laughs> um, Florida man attacks gas station clerk with hot dogs, corn dog stick over beer, cops say. That is a good one. So, yeah. Yeah, let us know what you get. Did you get naked ramen like me? Let me know. Yeah, or did you get um, Florida Man um, has piecemeal? 
Oh, I found out what piecemeal means. Oh, yeah, go on then. So, it is one word. It's not two words. Ooh. I'm so smart yeah. that I just knew that word subconsciously. Right. Right. So, the definition is characterised by unsystematic partial measures taking over a period of time. So, here's the example statement. <laughs> the village is slowly being killed off by piecemeal development. Wow. Gradually, slowly. That is really, really boring. This week on Man's Not What, I have learned that John Bass would be a very comfortable armchair. Also, my agent's just called and I'm getting a job on Peaky Blinders. Finally, John and I are about to board a plane to Florida, take off all our clothes and rob a Taco Bell. So, have we got any listener questions? Listener questions. <laughs> Are you doing a jingle for that as well, yeah? yeah? All right. So. We've we, got some, have we? We have. She, boy. Thank you, everyone, for yeah, sending well them in. And by everyone, I mean probably Bump. two people. <laughs> um, so, we've got one from the lovely Bump. We. And he says, have you talked about Behind the Curve programmes? Behind the Curve, the Netflix uh, documentary, is worth a watch, mate. Have you seen it? I have not. Uh, by the fact you called it Behind the Curve Programs, <laughs> led me to believe. Is that believe. like your nana being like, ooh, have you got that, the Netflix? <laughs> oh, have you been watching those Netflix programs? I mean, that would work in that scenario. But um, yeah, Behind the Curve is a documentary about flat earthers. What's your um? What's your prevailing view of flat earth? Mate? I have not fallen into a flat earth hole right. as of yet. So the jury's out in my brain. Okay. I would say. I mean, I've heard bits about it. Obviously, you get flat earthers, and then you get globers. Globers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting. Basically, it like kind of follows the most um, like prevalent flat earth theory. Uh, personalities if you like yeah like youtubers and like radio hosts that like really push the flat earth stuff uh, and they kind of talk to you a little bit about their history and how it's become like a massive thing like there's so many people that believe it and they present some arguments and you think oh my god like wow that's really interesting yeah um and then as it sort of goes on you kind of see some of them getting debunked and it's quite interesting but ultimately it's kind of one of those things where their whole thing is like it's a conspiracy so every time someone debunks something they just go well of course I want you to believe that yeah like this has been doctored or this has been changed to make it seem like that but I find it really interesting I find it fascinating it's quite an interesting watch yeah so maybe check it out on Netflix okay. people yeah. if you have not seen it those Netflix programs yeah check out the um, behind the curve programs <laughs> really really good um, um, we've got anything else mate yes so one of our lovely listeners Mr Steve Orton he listens every week Aww. on his way to work, which is very lovely. Thanks, so mate. Thank you for doing that. Um, he said, I know that you like really kind of heartwarming, good, feel-good stories. Yeah. So he's sent us a feel-good story that he's found. Okay. So I'm just going to read this out to you. So, against all odds, this Oregon blockbuster is the last on Earth. The last blockbuster on Earth. So before Netflix... Netflix programs, before Hulu, before any kind of online streaming service, there was only the good old blockbuster video. So, like, a lot of us grew up with that. Yeah. Um, but now, obviously, it's gone. Just when you thought all of the remaining blockbusters had gone onto their eternal resting places, we discovered one remaining storefront in Oregon. Wow. So, basically, they've got this Oregon blockbusters, 
and it has loyal customers. They have tourists that come to see the last blockbuster oh on God. earth. Um, someone's tweeted, my hometown has the only blockbuster left and that's the only way I will ever describe it now. Um, and they've got the sign up, so they've got the 90s blockbusters oh, sign. Oh wow, that looks amazing. And inside the store, the setup remains exactly the same, but everything's been swapped for DVDs. Okay. And you can still open a membership there, and for $30 a month, you can just rent, rent unlimited DVDs. And some locals say that they don't have any streaming services at home, they just go there. That's and cool. it's just a really nice place to go around, be like, oh, we're going to have a film night tonight and go there and pick their films. Do you know what? Like, that, that's given me a real flashback to when I was a kid. We used to have a local video shop and it was just called AJ's. And uh, AJ, the guy running, it's like his family worked there and it was just like a bit of a like community like icon. Like, everybody knew it and used to like, yeah, rent your videos at the weekend. And it was such a nice thing to like go to the shop and you talk to him about like the films and stuff. Like it was quality. Like I kind of yeah. miss those days. It's a bit more antisocial. Like we don't need to go out and get no. them, do we? Just stay in and like select any old, like any old thing. So it's like, it's interesting that you don't have that yeah necessity to go out and get them. So yeah. it's quite a nice story that that's kind of kept its like kitsch value. Yeah. It did remind me of a little bit like um, Back to the Future, the second one. When Never the, seen it. Oh my God. That is mental. I haven't seen the first one either. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Holly, <laughs> you've got to get a life. Yeah. In the first one, they go back to the 50s. The second one, they go into the future, right? And the future, I, I think... I did not know that. All right, when it, the future is like, I think it's 2018. So we've caught up to oh, it, basically. Nice. Um, and it's sort of like, it's quite funny because they're showing you all this stuff that a lot of it's come true. And then they release these new Nike trainers that are like the trainers he wears oh, in it. So okay. It kind of reminds me of that, like the kind of blockbuster it's kind of retro now and people kind of see it as like an old-fashioned thing and it's kind of funny because we grew up with it so yeah i used to uh, rent games from there um rented rent and stimpy one time <laughs> i completed the whole game but yeah that's a good going what a weekend i used to, yeah probably that's, uh, i can't that's remember really i rented chicken run that's on playstation <laughs> that is this good. is how i used to spend my weekends as a kid yeah that is good actually yeah Oh, well done. Playing video games. Nice. We've got um, our usual one audience member, Rihanna. I've got a listener question. Go on then. Rihanna Archibald. Give it Long some... time non-listener, first time questions, not. That's a lie. <laughs> Other way around, if anything. Yeah. Right, go on, shout it then. Mine's it's a stolen question. Oh, here we go. So, a friend of mine works on this show called Hypothetical. Yeah. I think it's on Dave, so the credit is not to mine, it's the show's. But we were talking about this at work. Just come over here and do it. Shouting over there. Basically, there's this whole quiz. It's not a quiz, it's like a panel show. Where you like get hypothetical scenarios. Right. A few of my friends are working on it. And there's a, there was one, uh, I guess, question that we were talking about at work. Which I thought was really funny. So basically, you have to say what you would do in this scenario. Okay, yeah. So, you, <laughs> you have to get Lorraine Kelly... <laughs> To break your arm, ah. but you can't tell her that you have to get her to break your arm, and you can't ask her to break your arm. Right. Okay. How are you getting the rain, Kelly, to break your arm? <laughs> First comment on that question is Brianne, who's John's lovely other half, always. Whenever she does a would you rather, whenever she's involved in these kind of things, it's always about breaking someone's arm, yeah. breaking someone's leg. It's always just like a savvy, just any time I've ever played Would You Rather with Rianne, it's always just, would you break your leg? How could I break your arm? Do you want your arm broke? I mean, obsession with arm breaking. Mm. 
But okay, so we have to get Lorraine Kelly right. to break our arm. I think I've hatched a plan, if, if you don't mind me yeah, presenting my it. argument. For, I think what I'd do is I'd, I'd, you'd have to get to know her, because I don't know Lorraine Kelly, so I wouldn't be in close proximity to her. So what I think I'd do is I'd, I'd study her movements. So I'd work out when um, like she was on TV and when she roughly finished, and I'd wait outside the studio, <laughs> and I'd see roughly when she was like how she was getting home. Because I imagine she probably gets an Uber maybe, or yeah. some sort of car to get her out of there. Now, if it is Uber or public transport, like a, yeah. just a black cab, what I would do is I'd observe sort of where she gets them from, where she gets collected from, and I'd wait in close proximity to the like the car I know where this is going. and I'd go up to the door as if it was like my taxi and then oh. when she was like oh no sorry this is mine I'd go oh sorry after you and I'd wait for her to get in and then just as she closes the door I'd just throw my arm in there so she breaks my arm in the door it might not break <laughs> yeah I know but I've got to try <laughs> is there a prize it's a pretty good plan though come on is there a prize at the end of this I really don't want to get my just arm broken glory of glory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking you up or winning this panel show Okay. I think that's a pretty good plan. That is good. I thought you were going to go for stick your arm under the wheel of the car. Oh, no, because that I don't think that's her because she's not... It, when that's she's true. she's closing the door, that's she's her. She's not the driver. She's not the driver, yeah. Yeah. i probably just just try and enrage her. <laughs> I, I, just, I just bother her a lot <laughs> for weeks. Just follow her and bother her until that one day when we get into a fist fight... And I just hope she breaks my arm. Thing is, I've been doing what you've suggested to Ree for years. <laughs> and my arms are fine. Now she's marrying you, so maybe me and Lorraine will get married. Yeah, well, hopefully. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I am already married, so would that make me a... Polygamist? Is that the word? Yeah. That'd be right, wouldn't it? It's modern world, isn't it? 2019. Do yeah. what you like. Live the dream. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to win this game, though. Well, but... I, think, I think out of the two plans, mine is the best. Ree, who are you voting for? Uh, I don't. I think it would take quite a lot to enrage Lorraine Kelly. So yeah. I don't think that's going to work. So probably the Uber door smash. Yeah, Uber door smash has Uber it. Uber door smash. Living the dream. Do you know what, mate? I've had a lot of fun doing this app. Like I've been laughing a lot. And it's I've good. been laughing. I've had a nice time, mm. but I'm still a bit gutted that you didn't know my birthday. Yeah, but I don't know anyone's birthday really. Yeah, but. We are close friends, I would say. I yeah. mean, your fiance is my best friend. Yeah. You've known me for about four years now. Yeah. I lived with you for two months. Yeah. I'm in your wedding party. Yeah. And you didn't, you went to my birthday. <laughs> yeah. You were there. It was only a few weeks ago. And you it? didn't know what day, you don't know mm. what day my birthday is. Mm. I'm a little bit sad, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do feel like, when you list it like that and lay it out, I do feel. A little bit bad. Like normally, I'd just be like, I'll get over it. Yeah. But when you say it like that, it makes me look quite bad, doesn't it? I feel quite bad about it. Um, yeah. I thought we were friends, John. Yeah. What can I? What can I do to make it up to you, mate? I think next week I'm gonna do a. How much does John know about Holly Quiz? <laughs> right. Okay. What instead of two truths, one lie? Yeah, because I've already won now. I've won. Oh, okay. I've won for this month, haven't I? Okay. So, so we're scrapping two truths, one lie. Oh shit! I'm doing a quiz. Right. How much do you know me, John? Ooh. So we'll. The pressure. We'll discuss that next week. Wow, I'm I'm kind of excited by that. So you better swat up. Better, better there swat. There will up. be a quiz. Yeah. What are you um. What are you doing next year on the 24th of February? Yeah, it depends on what you do on the quiz. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, any other plans for the rest of this week, mate? Uh, 
I'm going to start swatting up as soon as we stop recording, so... Yeah. Anything well, it's my uh, directorial debut on Friday. OMG, yeah, what, what are you doing? Yeah, directed a playmate. Some oh, yeah. Well, cool had you? little kids this, who I teach. This Friday coming? Yeah, so Friday coming up. Wow. Yeah. What, um, what play is it, an original? It's an original play. So I just need to make some notes here just to make sure I don't forget Oh, this. yeah, maybe <laughs> I should say. <laughs> no, go on. Um, yeah, it's an original play. The kids made it themselves. What's the like general thing? Because these are always classic. If kids make it up, it's like oh, one day me and my dog were walking down the road, and we found a spaceship, flew to Mars and back, had a fight with an intergalactic alien life. Oh my god! You were in rehearsals last week. Big time, big time. Yeah. They, they say in its original. I gave them all the ideas. That's actually what it's about. What is it about? <laughs> Give me the idea of the. It's about the plastics crisis. <laughs> what sort of kids are these? Well, it's a, it's a comedy. So it's set in 2019 <laughs> and 2050. What? So and they've got. Cuts, to, hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. How old are these kids? They range from ten to twenty-one. Um, the twenty-one-year-olds aren't kids, then, are they? No. They're, they're young, young, young adults. Young adults. But they've got two timelines, and they're talking about something that's fairly like highbrow. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of comedy in there, though. Right. Okay. Are they doing any accents? Birmingham, maybe, or what? No. Welsh. No. Any piecemeal chat in there? No. No? No. Oh, that sounds rubbish. What are you going to do, John, <laughs> this week? Uh, what am I doing this week? Um, whatever just work, Whatever the will allow. Whatever the fankle will allow. I've got to somehow get to my office tomorrow. I'm a bit worried about that. So that's a bit of an issue. Um, we just released a new Notorious P.O.D. Ooh. Uh, Fuji's. Do you like the Fuji's? Yeah. The Score. Do you remember that album? Nope. Killing Me Softly. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Right. The same album. That. <laughs> uh, that, was, that is up uh, today. Yeah. So as you listen to this yesterday, um, and yeah, go and download it. Notorious P.O.D. Uh, loads of hip hop stuff on there. Really good fun. And we're gonna have another bonus episode out uh, in a couple of weeks' time, which is about Kano's album Home Sweet Home. Ooh. So yeah, lots of stuff going on there. So check that out if you like hip hop music. That's it, mate. Great. All right. Well, I'm gonna start swatting up for our quiz next week. Good. Yeah. You start preparing the questions, mate. Yeah. Sure. And we'll um and we'll pick this up then. In the meantime, we'll peace. Have a lovely week, everyone. Yeah, have a lovely time. Thanks for listening as always. For uh, follow us, man's not what. On Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe, Soon rate, to be Flickr. review, and Tumblr and all that shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, rate and review helps us, and just tell all your mates, because that'd be good. Tell them how good I am at accents. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's it. See you later. Bye.